Welcome to Endless Audio, plugging you into your next great listen. So this is a uh, review of the audiobook Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. So I am a big fan of Malcolm Gladwell. He is... Um, he often falls in the self-help genre of a bookstore, but I really think he is a, he's really a thought-provoking author. If, if a bookstore had a thought-provoking section, I think that would be a good idea. I find myself, whenever I go to the, the self-help section of the bookstore, I, I feel very insecure, <laughs> which seems odd. Um, Here's the write-up from Audible. Malcolm Gladwell, host of a podcast, Revisionist History, and author of a number of New York Times bestseller outliers, great book, by the way, reinvents audiobooks in this immersive production of Talking to Strangers, powerful examination of our interaction with people we don't know. And I got this book because it was Malcolm Gladwell. The, the topic, whenever he comes a new book, I, I don't care what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to it. I don't care... But the topic, another author, Seth Godin, if he's putting a new book, I'm listening to it. He narrates his own books too, by the way. Malcolm Gladwell narrates his books. I'm just a fan. So this is a, a book. Um, if you, Malcolm Gladwell, like I said, he, in this article, it says he has his own podcast, Revisionist History. This book kind of feels like an audiobook, and it feels like a podcast. So if you like podcasts, and you like audiobooks, this is probably a marriage made in heaven. I would highly recommend uh, listening to this just for that reason, if nothing else. Um, Malcolm Gladwell is a, a great narrator, narrates his own books quite well. Uh, so this book is made up of 12 individual stories, stories about historical events, and he uses the historical events to make his point, and he does it in a genius way. I just... Uh, I love authors that use history. Mark Manson's another author who uses history to make his points. I love history. I love thought-provoking books. This is a great way to make a point with me, and maybe it resonates with you. If nothing else, you get to learn about a thought-provoking idea, and you also get some knowledge on history. So even if you're not a history fan, you, you get a bit of a history education. Great strategy for an author if you're a history fan. So this book, what's unique about the audiobook over, I, knew, I didn't read the written book, but what he does in this book is when he's interviewing or talking about a, a historical event, say he's talking about um, some, something happening during World War II, he, rather than talk about uh, a news clip, he'll actually play the news clip in the audiobook. And if there was a, a, a speech given by somebody, uh, in the book, Neville Chamberlain, the Prime Minister of Britain, he goes to visit um, Adolf Hitler. This is prior to World War II. And he, when he comes back from visiting with Adolf Hitler, he, he declares it's him, his meeting successful to the press. And rather than tell the listeners about that, that speech, he actually plays the clip of the speech. So it feels like you're there. I mean, it, it's, it's utterly brilliant how he does that. I love that, um, that he does that. And it makes you feel like you, you were living it. So that kind of is a unique spin that I've never seen in an audiobook. For the author to do that, it was, it's just remarkable. 
So I mentioned that uh, Malcolm Gladwell is the narrator. I love when nonfiction authors narrate their own books. They seem to know um, when to emphasize things. What they just seem to know when there's a point that needs to be hammered home. They, they speak accordingly. They narrate accordingly. So I really like that. Um, if, you, if you don't like podcasts and you kind of on the edge of maybe I like audiobooks, maybe I don't, don't start here. This is not the place to start. So the book was informative. I definitely learned something. Uh, the book was historical. I learned something there. I also love history, so I was entertained by the history. And the book was thought-provoking. I tend to look at my, put myself in the place of the people in these stories and, and wonder what I would do. So that's, that's very thought-provoking. So um, what, here's a takeaway. Here's an interesting tidbit out of the book. I'm just trying to spark your interest if this my book might be for you or might not. So the, the whole premise of the book is that our eyes deceive us. We, our eyes are our main sensory thing that we use to, to navigate the world. And that is the sensory thing that people try to deceive the most. So we, our ears are not, or like a, our nose is like a dog is their main scent. So you want to deceive a dog, you would, you would disguise the smell of something. If you want to deceive people, you disguise the vision of something. So the whole premise of the book is by seeing people, that gives those people an opportunity to deceive you more. So you actually... By seeing somebody, you're, you're, they're actually becoming more of a stranger if that's what they want to be to you. So in this book, they use an example how judges, they, they set up a, a, a simulation where they got a p- computer program and a judge to work simultaneously. And the when people were being arraigned and they were going to get bail or not get bail or bail was going to be set at a certain dollar value, the the judge would see the the person the criminal the person being accused being arraigned and they would visually see them and they would li- then listen to all the facts being presented and then grant bail or not grant bail and these were dangerous criminals so the judge would would obviously what they saw in this p- potential criminal had an in- input. The computer program didn't have the visual. They just had all the facts. And it turns out the judge, more, o- more often than the computer, released a dangerous offender back into society to commit another crime more often than the computer program did. That, that's, that's an example of what this book is basically trying to tell us is when you think you know somebody, you really don't. So, um, so I like to summarize audiobooks on three things. So did the book deliver on its promise? What was my personal takeaway from the book? Did the narrator help the story along? And would I recommend this book? So did the book deliver on its promise? Well, here's what the book promised. Based on the publishing description, reinvents audiobooks in an immersive production, talking to strangers, a powerful examination of our interaction with people we don't know the book did live up to this content. It, it was, I, actually, I think the book over-delivered on its promise. I, 
I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm going to listen to this book at least twice. I, I got, because, you know, the first time I, I got was entertained by it. So I still have information that I know I can get out of this book that I haven't got yet. So I really liked it. So my personal takeaway, being Malcolm Gladwell, I was expecting a thought-provoking book. Definitely was that. I now find myself being very critical. This is, I hope, a positive. Being very critical of the information I take in. I I now question a lot more things than I used to. And I hope I'm not becoming paranoid because of this, but... But I, I do, and I also learned, like I mentioned, a lot, of, a lot about history that I maybe didn't know. I'm, I'm pretty deep into history, but I picked up on a few things. But I think I'm, I've become a little more critical of the people I interact, not critical in a negative way. I just, I don't take what people say for face value as much maybe as I used to. So my, my personal takeaway, does that last? Is it temporary? I, I don't know, but it was... It, it impacted me. So did the narrator help the story along? Well, I mentioned Gladwell is the narrator. He does a great job of narrating this book. He hits his tone changes in all the right places, hammers home points that maybe a, a professional voice actor wouldn't. Um, could this book be delivered by a professional narrator? Probably. But I think once you've listened to a few Malcolm Gladwell books narrated by Malcolm Gladwell, you come to expect Malcolm Gladwell to narrate the next one. So it, it kind of, yeah, I think he didn't get in the way of the information in this book by any means. I, I truly believe he helped it along. I think he, he didn't make it, ma- like he didn't make, the book would have still been a good quality book without him narrating it, somebody else. But I, I, I just come to expect him to narrate it. So for me personally, it did help move the story along because I love nonfiction authors narrating their own books. So would I recommend this book? I would caution anybody who doesn't like podcasts to not listen to this book because it has a podcast feel to it. If you if you listen to Revisionist History podcast, this feels a lot like that. Now I love that podcast. So to get, you know, eight hours of that podcast in an audiobook it was a gift for me. But if you don't like podcasts, I I'd have to say I would not recommend this book because it has a bit of a podcast feel to it. Um, if you want, if so him weaving in the interviews and the news clips, that for somebody could break up the flow of the audiobook, almost like a commercial being inserted. It, it's not a commercial, but it could break the flow for you. You know, with a different voice and it, it sounds like an interruption. So for some people, that, that may not click with you. I loved it. So I'm going to have to say I would recommend this book because, because of that aspect of it, the podcast feel. But if, if that's not your listening style, then this book may fall flat for you. Anyway, if you've read the book listen to the book tell me what you think leave some uh tell me in the comments what you think of uh, malcolm gladwell in general and talking to strangers